Welcome to the February 8th, 2023 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly and I'll be your host today. Today we'll be going over Proverb 8, but before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to each one listening how much you truly love each and every one of them. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 8, beginning in verse 1. Does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice? She takes her stand on the top of the high hill, beside the way where the paths meet. She cries out by the gates, at the entry of the city, at the entrance of the doors. To you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. O you simple ones, understand prudence, and you fools, be of an understanding heart. Listen, for I will speak of excellent things, And from the opening of my lips will come right things, for my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. They are all plain to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Receive my instruction and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine, and sound wisdom. I am understanding, I have strength. By me, kings reign, and rulers decree justice. By me, princes rule, and nobles, all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me. Enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice, that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth, that I may fill their treasuries. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way. Before his works of old, I have been established from everlasting, from the beginning before there was ever an earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth or the fields." or the primal dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limit, 
so that the waters would not transgress his command. When he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and my delight was with the sons of men. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise, and do not disdain it. Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who sins against me wrongs his own soul. All those who hate me love death. Friends, today I'm going to look at verses 6 through 8, and I'm reading out of the New King James Version. Verses 6 through 8 are very, very wonderful verses. They speak truth. Here we are. Listen, for I will speak of excellent things, and from the opening of my lips will come right things, for my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. Friends, basically... What Solomon is telling us in this proverb is it's so important, the words that come out of our mouth. I cannot overemphasize how important our words are. In Proverbs 18.21, I often quote this verse, but it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Friends, our words can either bring forth life or they can bring forth death. I like when it says, No perverseness shall come out of my mouth. Do not speak things that you should not speak, things that are evil, things that do not lift people up. Be careful with your words. Today we are going to inch towards our ending of Exodus. I will actually be finishing the book of Exodus tomorrow. Today I'm going to go over briefly verses uh, chapters 35 through 39. And what I'm going to do, because people of the Jewish tradition, this is all very, very formal. But what I, the point I really want to get across is that God is a God of order. God had told Moses and the Israelites that he wanted to live among the people. And so what he did, he told Moses to prepare a tabernacle which he would be able to live in. So verse chapter 35, these are the topics that are listed in the chapters. I'm only going to read a couple passages. But in chapter 35, he talks about the Sabbath regulations. He talks about the offerings for the tabernacle. 
the articles of the tabernacle, the tabernacle offerings are presented, and the artisans are called by God. In chapter 36, I really want to talk about this because God had asked for the people to bring an offering. So I want to read chapter 36, beginning in verse 2. Then Moses called Bezalel and Aholiab, and every gifted artisan in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, everyone whose heart was stirred to come and do the work. And they received from Moses all the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service and making the sanctuary. So they continued bringing to him free will offerings every morning. Then all the craftsmen who were doing all the work of the sanctuary came, each from the work he was doing. And they spoke to Moses, saying, The people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded us to do. So Moses gave a commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither man nor woman do any more work for the offering of the sanctuary. And the people were restrained from bringing, for the material they had was sufficient for all the work to be done. Indeed, too much. I think that's awesome. To have an offering, and the offering is more than enough. The rest of chapter 36, we talk about the building of the tabernacle. In chapter 37, we talk about making the ark of the testimony, making the table for the showbread, making the gold lamp stand, making the altar of incense. In chapter 38, we're talking about making the altar of burnt offering, making the bronze laver, making the court of the tabernacle, materials of the tabernacle, making the garments of the priesthood, making the ephod, making the breastplate, making the other priestly garments, and I am going to read the end of chapter 39, and it's titled, The Work Completed. So we are in Exodus chapter 39, beginning in verse 32. Thus all the work of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting was finished, and the children of Israel did according to all that the Lord had commanded Moses. So they did. And they brought the tabernacle to Moses, the tent and all its furnishings, its clasps, its boards, its bars, its pillars, and its sockets. The covering of ram skins dyed red, the covering of badger skins, and the veil of the covering, the ark of the testimony with its poles, and the mercy seat, the table, all its utensils, and the showbread, the pure gold lampstand with its lamps, the lamps set in order, all its utensils, 
and the oil for light, the gold altar, the anointing oil, and the sweet incense, the screen for the tabernacle door, the bronze altar, its grate of bronze, its poles, and all its utensils, the laver with its base, the hangings of the court, its pillars and its sockets, the screen utensils for the service of the tabernacle, for the tent of meeting, and the garments of ministry to minister in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and his son's garments to minister as priests, according to all that the Lord had commanded Moses. So the children of Israel did all the work. Then Moses looked over all the work, and indeed they had done it as the Lord had commanded. Just so they had done it, and Moses blessed them. Friends, the one point I want us to really focus on here with everything I just read is the detail that God has when he thinks about his people. God is a God of order. And for those of you who have doubts or have thoughts about God and wonder who he is, this is who he is. God is love, but he is a God of order. He wants things done the way that he wants things done. God is good and God is only good. And for those of you who have any doubts about the goodness of God, let's go to the most famous book in the Bible, the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Friends, my call to action today is very simple. I asked you the last few days to think and pray to God. Seek Him while you have your special time with Him and ask Him if there is anything in your life that you need to get rid of. If there is anything that is hindering you from completing the call of God that He has placed on your life. This is so important because if you're trying to hang on to anything which you know would not please God, it's going to hinder you from living the life that He would want you to live. The call to uh, the suggested scripture reading, and I know this is a lot, I'm asking a lot, but I'm asking over the next two days that you read chapters 35 through 39 of the book of Exodus, and I believe it will be a blessing to you. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Friends, if there are any of you listening today and you've never taken that step, or you said that sinner's prayer years ago, but you've 
fallen away from God, you know that He is asking you to draw closer to Him once again. Please, repeat this prayer after me. Jesus, thank You for coming to earth for me. Thank You for setting a wonderful example of how we are to live our lives. You were tempted in all ways, as are we, and yet You never gave in to the temptation of sin. Yet, You were willing to die on a cross and take all of my sins and all the sins of everyone listening today on Your body. For three hours, everything on earth was put on You. Jesus, thank You for forgiving me of my sins. By doing that, You have reconciled me to God, and I am now in right standing with Him. Jesus, I invite You into my heart. I ask that You lead me and guide me from this point forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if there are any of you who repeated that prayer, or if you have any questions about anything I discussed today, please reach out to me on my Facebook page, Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, and reach out to me on Messenger. I will get back with you as soon as I can. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.